Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. And we begin another incredible week here with Hachzeik Musar Yaimi, continuing learning Pirkei Avais with the explanation of Rabbeinu Yaina. We're up to the first parak, the third Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, Antignois ish Seichai, Antignois a man of Seichai, Kibel mi Shemenatzadi. So in the previous Mishnah, we were discussing what Shimon HaTzadik, who was the Kayin Gadol, who was from the remnants of the Anshik Nesach what he taught us. And now we have what his Talmud, what Antignois taught us. Who, he would say the following. Don't be an avid, don't be a servant that is serving the master to get reward. Why are we serving Hashem? Why are we doing Torah and Mitzvahs? Not for the reward. The fear of heaven should be upon you. So Rabbi Yehina begins over here and he says that what's the problem? When one is mishamish as to get the reward, this isn't the perfect type of avoda. It's not a complete service of the master. Why? Because he's not working for the master. So we're honing in, says Rabbeinu Yaina. What's the problem if you work, if you serve Hashem for the reward? Is that you're not doing it for Hashem. You're doing it for yourself. You're not doing it for the master, but you're doing it for your own reward. And the Rabbi Yoni continues, but rather you should be an Eved, a servant that's Mishamish, the master. Explains Rabbi Some say you should not serve Hashem, not to get a reward. Because you should not do the mitzvahs and think you're not going to actually get reward. And like Gersa, rather change a fine nuance. But rather, not in order to receive reward. A fine nuance. We're not doing the mitzvahs for the brass. But of course, we could think. They're going to get reward. Meaning, Rabbi Yoyna is teaching us, is it that we should forget about the reward? We shouldn't think that there is actually reward? Says Rabbi Yoyna, according to this pshat, no. You could actually think about the reward. But that's not the impetus. That's not the why. That's not the fuel that's driving the car. But says in the end, it appears to me, what's the right Gersa? Why? Because we do find such a type of Because the Eved is an acquisition of the Master. He's obligated to serve the Master. Even without the reward. We should serve Hashem not to get the reward. And this is in a detail that we saw at the end of Chayvah Zalvavis as well, that why are we serving Hashem? It would be enough everything Hashem has done for us in the past. 
the fact that we made it to this moment, that we're breathing, that we're alive, all the goodness that has happened, that is itself enough for a reason that we should serve Him. And that's what it means that we serve Hashem with love, that we realize that everything that Hashem has done for us is the reason why we should continue to serve Him. You, t- you serve the person because you love him for everything he's done for you in the past. And even if you know, excuse me, and even if you know, you're not going to actually get anything. And such a word, person And now this explains the end of the Mishnah, which I'm sure many were wondering, why did the Mishnah conclude that the fear of heaven should be upon you? It's so random. But now it's Gishmak. That you're serving Hashem from a place of fear and love. That you're serving the Master. Why? Because that which He has done for you in the past. And you realize He can punish you. You're serving Him from a place of fear. Not that you're fearful of the punishment that you can do last Arav. But rather, how great the Master is. The Master has the power to punish one. So we see from here that why are we serving Hashem? We think of everything that has happened to us in the past. We think of all the greatness that Hashem has done to us. And we think, Rahman at a split second, that all could stop. And that brings us to Ava, to love, to fear Hashem. That is the place that we should do the, mish- the mitzvahs. We continue with the next Mishnah, says the Mishnah. And accepted from them as following. Your house should be a meeting place for the Chachamim. And you should cling to the dust on the feet of Tamukhachim. And you should drink their words. The words of the Tamidi Chachamim with thirst. Says Rabbeinu Yoyna, who did they accept this from? Who did Yosef and Yoezer and Yosef and Yechlin get this from? Mishim and And so we're seeing the Mishnahis are building. We started with Shimon Atzadikukarvanachikdesagidaila. The previous Mishnah continued that Shimon Atzadik imparted to Antignashishai. And now we have Antignashishai and Shimon Atzadik gave it to their Talmidim. Yasef and Yuaz, Yasef and Yechlin starting to appreciate the progression, the transmission, the train of the Messiah. And Yasef and Yuaz, I'm your base Khabi's father, Chacham and Sazer Bin Yainer, what does this mean? That your house should be a place that this is where Tamid Chacham should gather they have to talk to each other this is a person in a dignitary's house because if the person was a lowly man when he said guys come not guys what do you say the Rabbanon should come and meet here maybe they're not going to want it's, it's low in their eyes so this is what's going to bring a person that he himself has to be elevated so that his house can be the house that Tamil Chum will want to come to. And then it continues the Mishnah, you should cling 
to the dust of the feet of the Amir Chamim. What does that mean? Honor them. You should stand in front of the Chacham, and they should sit on the benches, and you sit on the ground. The way it was working, Chacham would be on the chair, and the low, and the people who were learning from them would be on the ground, literally by the dust of their feet, as it says in the Gemara, and the Gemara, and finally, when you listen to words of Taira, when you talk to Tamid Chamim, you talk and you listen. We thirst. You drink up the words. As the Apostle has taught us in Mishlei, Nefesh. Tzveya tavus noifes a satiated soul will trample on the honeycomb. The nefesh reiva komar matik, but the starving soul, all the bitter things are sweet. That when you're really hungry, anything is amazing. Even bitter waters is sweet. That is the way. So who sees you with different and doesn't want them? Then what? Even if you hear margoliyos. Yeah, it doesn't do anything to you. You feel, I have enough. What are you telling me more, Tyra? But if someone is right, if someone is starving, if someone feels, I can't get enough, and he's desiring to hear the words of Tyra, even if you hear something without a time, Yimtak, it's sweet, the view of Yismach, when he rejoices, because he knows, and that's the attitude that we have to have, that the Rav is saying it. Whether it's the Rebbe, whether it's the Rav, whether it's a Shiva, it's MS. And therefore the, our approach to hearing the words of the Rebbe, of the Rav, of the Talmud Chacham, of the teacher, of the Meira, is what? The approach is, we're thirsty. Whatever you tell us is going to be Gavaldic. Whatever you tell us, we might understand it. But we're going to suck it up and lap it up and we're going to be thirsty to hear it because that's how we have to approach the words of the Rebbe. We'll pick it up from here in the next Mishnah. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.